I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. The night came. The show started out great. Everything was humming along. Then at some point I felt a presence at my elbow. I turned. It was one of my hosts. You're doing a good job, he said. I I love the music you're playing. I sensed a correction coming. He waved toward the crowd. (coughs) And specifically toward a knot of kids right near the front of the room. But I was wondering, he said, if we could shift it over a little bit so that the kids could dance more. I thought about a guy who used to be my driver. He was one of the most reckless drivers in history. Any woman who got in my car with me had to learn to close her eyes, hold my hand, and blindly trust. I wanted my set to be that driver. I wanted complete trust. I wanted to hold course stubbornly, which has generally been my practice for the most part. I will risk people getting conniption fits from hearing my sets. I will risk them feeling like they want their money back. I will risk having my set cut short while someone else plugs in an iPod. Hello, Solange. (laughs) But for some reason at this event, for the reasons I can't quite explain, I'm not being coy. Like I said, hush, hush. I decided to veer off the course. I had planned and give the people what they wanted. I had French Montana it wasn't the radio version it had profanity it had sexually explicit lyrics was that appropriate for the kids but i had been asked and i had decided it seemed to cave in the second i did the dance floor was flooded with two times as many people and then three times as many with a larger audience all in on the altered set i became my worst nightmare people started whispering suggestions to me people passed me requests i went on spotify to see what the most popular songs were and i played those songs also that excited the crowd even more they loved what they were hearing even familiars people who had witnessed many of my sets over the years told me it was one of the best they had ever seen as much as the crowd was into it i was out of it i was miserable i had betrayed myself i had planned to use my day pulpit to hold forth a legacy uh, uh, to hold forth on history and culture instead i had given people a great dance set and yet what was wrong with that that's what the other half of my head said creativity is context audiences are context a a performing artist always has to take a measure of the crowd maybe i had done the right thing so why did i feel so wrong why did i feel so drained and sad so splintered and defeated hey welcome to the blackout tips podcast your host rod and karen <clears throat> and we are live on a monday ready to give you guys some podcasting mm-hmm. you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews the official weapon of the show is and the unofficial sport at bullet ball extreme and today's episode um a book excerpt is from creative quest by quest love um and you know quest love in addition to being a is a dj you know um and so he dj's parties and stuff like this and events and um you know he meticulously plans out his sets and right he has all these ideas these kind of abstract ideas he's almost melancholy sometimes ideas and and things that he wants to do and this like moods he wants to excite people and bring you know like bring up the crowd bring them down he bring them down he wants it to be educational and so he's asked to dj an event and you know in his mind his set is sacred i have a plan i'm going to teach everybody this thing i'm going to take them to these emotional places i'm going to make connections between songs they never experienced before and then one of the people who is the host of the party comes over and says hey 
the kids ain't dancing can you can right. you just like, I, I switch it up I, I didn't pay you for them to stand around and look at each other yeah like can you switch this shit up can you make it so that um you know the kids are <laughs> are dancing that's what's more important than uh any of this shit that you think is important you know and i think for a lot of people um well creative people you know you have some version of that mm-hmm. you know for us it's probably you know the people that have told us like how to do the podcast you know in this case even the reading rainbow segment this all really got really started and stuck because i didn't like the idea of someone trying to tell me what to do <laughs> like what hello like i like the way we do this thing and now and i made that conscious choice and i'm stubborn about it and now i believe in it even further than i would have believed in it before right you know? um but i can understand you know how like he's and i and the thing he said that i thought would really resonated with me is you kind of got to be willing for people to check out to be upset with you to as he said plug in their ipod and try to play a set from their own shit so long you know so um but because just like this this ain't bumping no i i don't want this yeah but it also made me think of something else um creatively with me being the kind of person that decides what we're gonna say and do on the show on each episode of the show i kind of picked the itinerary normally Mm -hmm. is he's noted that everyone had a good time and that he didn't plan this but he he did it because everybody else was like yo we should do this you know uh you or you know you we want you to we request this and he saw everyone was having a good time everyone was dancing and he had to let go of his control of the situation and let go of his interpretation of the situation and let it flow and there's a creativity to that and it's also like um there's something beautiful about that and and in the letting go you know so that's something that i struggle with even with the podcast you know i have my structure in mind and as things start to change i have to learn to let things in i have to be like okay this is uh karen's idea that she wants to put into the show and how can i support this idea how can i incorporate it here's justin's idea of something he wants to do with the show how do i uh, how do okay. how do i stop myself i'm about, from, I'm about to say i had an idea <laughs> well you yeah i mean well i mean if you think about um and maybe i'm going too deep but if you think about it every time someone takes a chance on the joke on the show it's it's, it's an idea it is it every is, time yeah. you say i want to do random thoughts that that is you changing the show i did I, you never <laughs> you don't tell me normally beforehand i don't know I what don't. they are this is not a knock okay this, no i'm saying this is fine uh it's you know you're normally the one doing it for me if you think about it you don't know what's coming up on the show no you know so it's kind of um uh, it just made me think about about all of that where it's like man you know i've you really you know really in a in a in a big way you kind of end up um you, you kind of end up having to let these when you let these other ideas in and you let go of your concept and the rigidity of your concept look how much better things can go but then also there's a sacrifice to be made and as he said everyone had a good time but he felt bad about it 
even though everybody had it i mean what is not the object of being a dj for everyone to have a good time correct but at the same time he didn't see it that way and he didn't have a good time they didn't have a good time the way he would like it you know it's like someone it's like how i imagine a chef feels when someone puts a1 sauce on the steak come on and they, <laughs> and they done did they done did all this fancy shit to it and you like you know fuck it a1 sauce right so it made me think about all that um, yeah, and, and and also um for me you have to be flexible um and some people they're not flexible they're very 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 rigid and i can be like that on some things i'm not gonna lie but i also learned in the rigidness there has to be some flexibility yeah you do have your baseline of, of okay this is the foundation of it but it can still go anywhere and the thing about it is that as a dj the people are paying you to have people dance and so i I know a lot of there are other djs that kind of feel like this i've heard people like pay djs and dj play what the fuck they want to play and they're like no 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 boo boo i paid you to have these group of people dance to whatever the songs that they desire Mm -hmm. and the thing is i understand you have your ideas but you can also take whatever the person gives you and make it better and that's part of creativity too is learning that okay this might not be what i want but i can take what the person gave me and make a remix of it to make it even better than they would have thought because most people don't give a fuck they just go these are my list of songs just chop it screw it however you do it and just make us dance well also though it's it's like how do you view yourself as a creative person do you view us because like you could view that person as a hack like oh you just like i don't want a gig where a person can walk up and tell me just play the songs i tell you to tell you know but so quest love might not take a a job like that and that's true you know what i'm saying so for his job he feels like when you're getting quest love you're getting quest love you're not getting quest love and by request like let me you know come play this song too Mm -mm. and 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 to an extent once you okay to an extent i can understand that there are quote unquote some names that go okay if i'm hiring this person but i'm already i already know what i'm gonna get you know what i'm saying like if i hire quest love quest love feel like you were you getting quest love cool but it's one of those things where i'm paying i'm you're not cheap so i'm paying all this money for us to stand around and stare at each other yeah if that's the experience i give you you know like okay, I, okay. I, I understand i kind of understand um i kind of like i said i can kind of understand and he goes on to elaborate um using an example from the movie purple rain um and i think that kind of gets to the middle ground or to the thick of it where it's not really a resolved conflict but he basically talks about you know how the big conceit in the movie purple rain is you know the kid prince wants to play music from his soul that speak to his experiences of his life that are these soul wrenching you know ballads and all this type of stuff and 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 then the time is about there playing like jams they got the club rocking right and so people don't really fuck with the kid because they're like dog the, the we don't really want to like you might be a better artist but you're not really connecting with us you're not bringing us into your artistry and the time we know we're gonna have a good time every time they show up so what why would we really fuck with you and i think that's the the balance you have to find is this like you know 
do i make something that's so insular and so for myself that everybody go fuck everybody else and they don't like it too bad or do i make something you know that the people can damn to i'm giving them all the hits and they love what they hear even though it doesn't stick to their ribs or do you find that balance in between you know okay okay and 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 like i said and i don't mind the balance in between like i i am fine with uh the balance in between where we can get quest love without it just being completely a a quest love request hour and nobody else put any input in it Mm -hmm. you know and 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 i guess for me i've been uh to parties where put like this i've been to parties where the dj didn't give a fuck about the crowd and you're looking like the fuck is this Mm -hmm. then i've been at parties where the dj they flow it's like you say you uh, that's DJ. you have to have a mood so he you have the mood where but it flow from song to song to song and you're dancing the whole time and like i said for me that's why i'm here i you know for me personally if, if i pay you to dj i want the baby to party and dance the whole time but that's just me personally mm-hmm. yeah i think and i think that's the balance is like what you think a dj is and what quest love a man who spent all of his life in music thinks a dj is aren't the same thing correct and so your consumer might not be as quote-unquote complicated as you would like them to be Mm -mm. you know (laughs) and you and i wouldn't expect like somebody like me you wouldn't expect me to have all these theories and philosophies like like as far as i'm concerned did my ass shake or not the end yeah but look at it so that's the thing though well when you go to a movie you don't just say did something blow up or did it not like sometimes you have to be willing to let the movie take you to a place that you had you didn't expect to go correct so you when you go to the movies and you see get out you know you might go i don't like scary movies and then you watch get out and you go this is one of the greatest movies i ever seen because you yes. took a chance and you let jordan peele take you down a path that you weren't you wouldn't have found on your own and so music can be like that it can you know and so what i why i can see why he's almost offended at the idea that someone's like play some little wayne's because it's like not that i don't like little wayne but to me i'm crafting something that is a vision via music and the only thing you see music is as is the number one hits on spotify and that's why he ended up feeling empty because yeah y'all had a good time but like anyone could have done what i just did like i could have just hit a fucking i could have just hit spotify play the top 100 hits walked out of the party and never come and come back and got my money like that so i see why he would feel like there's less skill of involved now that doesn't mean he didn't use any skill in when they start requesting things he, you know you're a dj you probably found songs that connected with this song and yeah and, but, I, and i know as a dj they probably get tired of people requesting like certain shit and all that stuff like you know because th- that that could also be draining when you actually be like y'all do know there's some other shit out here that y'all ain't never heard of before. but we don't we don't necessarily respect the art that's true too when you don't respect when you don't respect have a respect for some art you don't you can't respect the artist it's just yeah. the way it is you know um it's stand-up people yeah. don't respect stand-up so then they don't they don't care about how this joke crafted and placed with this joke and this call back and this they just hey man make uh make some jokes don't cuss uh do 20 minutes and it's you know like there so there's like levels to this shit and so i could understand at least in my creative brain i can relate to the idea of being like i crafted something and then people just reduced it to you know are the kids dancing or not and you walk away like i feel empty inside this is this is not what the fuck i wanted to 
show you guys i wanted i wanted you to trust me as he brought up like with his driver in his car right i wanted you to trust me that i was gonna make you were gonna have a good time i was just gonna take our my path to a good time as opposed to just you know what are the top hits on uh you know what are the top hits on iHeartRadio? and 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 i do i i not understand that and you know there are some people where you know when you hire a dj you go okay this dj it is what it is with them like i said and that's fine and that's the thing you almost have to find the 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 person or the crowd just willing to do that and all crowds aren't willing to do that some people are like i don't give a fuck about none of that well at, at his level it, it's it, it doesn't work that way no uh, I, I agree at his level is you pay for me so right you pay you, for me you get me you know it's it's like telling beyonce to change her set list correct it's, you just that's not how it works at Mm-mm. that level now if you get a wedding dj that you hire for a couple and, hundred and, dollars and that's more then you can I'm do thinking. it you can do whatever the fuck you want to normally because that guy's not really taking it normally that guy's not so such a stickler about it his job is to make sure everyone just has a quote-unquote good time he's not trying to educate you on shit but if i had you know a michelin chef that came by my house and said i'm gonna cook for you um a meal and i start talking about well i want scrambled eggs and cheat with cheese and <laughs> he'll be like man what the fuck are you talking why, about why did you okay okay like, from that yeah, perspective, maybe, he's like, why did you hire me yeah like yeah maybe i would enjoy his scrambled eggs and cheese but also like dude what the fuck you can go to IHOP for that you know <laughs> and so that's i could kind of i think that's how it looks at it and like i said if i mention something you respect like you respect how much work goes into food so you immediately grasp it but when it yes. comes to dj it's like just give me what the fuck i want you know what i mean so i think i think that's why he did it like that and, and 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 from that from that perspective i completely understand uh because djing and mixing and scratching and all of this it takes a particularly if you're really 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 good at it uh, you can cause a lot of music and beats to flow into each other that people wouldn't even think were connected or had the same beat uh, pattern and all that type of stuff. It's, yeah. a, it's, 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 it's very, very uh, creative. Uh, but, yeah, it's one of those things where, yeah, you know if you are paying for Quest Love, you're going to get Quest Love. Right. So, I, I, you know, because... Because like, if you've ever had a great DJ... Yes. Then you see the skill. You're like, yeah. oh, this... I don't even want to ask him no. what's going to play next. But I don't want to ask him to play something next because I want to be surprised by what they play next that makes me go, oh, my God. And I've been there. Right. So if you, so then his point is to trust me because some of these sets, you're talking seven hours of music. You're not talking, they're not hiring him to play two hours, like seven hours or something. Like, like okay, I'm, okay, so he's there for extensive periods yeah, of time. Like, okay, his okay, thing, okay. he might be like, I'm going to use the bass line from this song, blend it into you know um i'm gonna gonna use under pressure blending in an ice ice baby and then put it in uh something you know uh something else that 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 they all have a connection but you don't see it until i start playing it you know that kind of shit you know fake you out with something you know play play something that sounds like it's gonna be um you know um 
big papa but it's actually between the sheets or you know you know or it's between the sheets and this guy and he's mixing in you know the acapella ad-libs from big over between the sheets so you're getting the ozzy brothers between the sheets and then you're also getting that uh uh type of shit stuff that you know in his mind he can see it but you can't see it out you just want to hear big or you just want to hear the ozzy brothers and then boom he's showing you something new so i i in the, it made me think about that it, it was it was kind of dope but yeah like i said it's i mean at the same time i i've also been a person that's been like i don't give a fuck what this chef did to this steak i want some a1 sauce <laughs> so i'm not i'm not saying that i'm always getting it right or whatever and you know but i i understand his melancholy as the creator yeah oh yeah so from 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 that perspective i i completely understand like you said it, it has to be a balance and you know i guess he feel like if you're hiring me you got to trust me and some people are like hey I, i'm not gonna wait 45 minutes for you to get there i, I want it now right butterfly in the sky i can, I can go, go twice as high take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow i can go anywhere friends to know and ways to grow a reading rainbow i can be anything take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow a reading rainbow I uh listened to the show yesterday from yesterday and uh oh, baby everything was acapella till you hit that button. <laughs> yeah, I know. I didn't have a button press, so I was like, let me go back and listen to it and let me see if the people that you know have nope they heard the same thing the chat room heard. Let's talk about what's happening in the world, y'all. What's happening in the world? Um, the primaries are heating up. The uh the iowa caucus thing is like tonight i believe is uh they're gonna be caucusing and voting and shit in uh iowa okay you know the most representative out in the fucking cornfields state in the, mm-hmm, you know. mm-hmm. uh anyway um two mm-hmm, mm-hmm. percent black population half a percent <coughs> you know, kind of small out there bernie sanders is taking a small lead in iowa over joe biden and them in some polls I saw like five different polls. Some of them had him in the police. Some didn't. It, it don't really matter. Mm-hmm. Point is, he's got the lead in some polls, and now it seems like all the shit that people was holding back on him in 2016 is coming to surface. Because mm-hmm, you in the lead now. That's 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 the point of being in the lead. When you're in the lead, it's time to attack you. Yeah, and um, and and like in so and like I forget the next state, like Maine or New Hampshire or something like he's way ahead it's not even close like i think joe biden got like 15 percent like like <clears throat> like he's trailing joe biden obviously in like south carolina and shit but like by five percent you know so he's in this shit you know and i know for most of us uh it's like okay here he come you know um and if you're online it's oh no here come his fans right correct <laughs> fuck them niggas fuck all y'all yeah he got uh i think andy put it best on three guys on when he said yeah um 
<laughs> I forget the exact way he phrased it, but he was much. talking about you know Hillary Clinton when she said that nobody likes Bernie, um, and he doesn't. He's only got one bill passed in all his time, and she can't believe people fail for this shit, you know. Uh, and it's a clip from her new documentary that's coming out on Hulu, and you know, to me, I'm like, fair game. This it is true um that he doesn't build coalitions with people and stuff mm-hmm. like that and i think his people and him believe if he was president then people would have no choice but to build coalition with him regardless and you know maybe he's right maybe he's not i don't know the game theory on that 100 percent. you know i know people thought the same thing about obama when he got in there and i mean quickly the fact that there were any republicans it just shut everything down and then there was also democrats who were like i'm not working with you now i don't know what bernie would do about that maybe he's gonna pass nothing but executive orders which you know it's kind of the you know catch 22 when you pass all the executive orders because the next president can come in and be like no you know but right but uh anyway um it's why obamacare is so hard to get rid of it would be mm-hmm. frank right that's it, why you know, he went he did through the proper a, process and was like y'all bitches vote yeah he didn't do it in executive order so it's harder to undo it but anyway um so now the opposition research is coming in on him and i mean it's to be frank to me i don't care mm-hmm like it, like I, I, I meant this when I said it, and I, and I mean it to the fucking primaries are over. I will vote for him happily. I won't feel bad about it. I won't feel double. I won't hesitate. I like there's and there's like probably four or five other people that I feel the same way about in the Democratic primary mm-hmm. that I would be like, yeah, I, I, this is better. Like what the fuck? I, I felt that way about Hillary. I feel that way about these people, but um it is weird to watch him actually be like criticized and them to find like old tapes and like they found one where he was talking about how we need tougher penalties um and how he backed the 1994 crime bill and i'm like wasn't this audio and shit and this video wasn't this out there in 2016 if he did this in 1994 it motherfucking was yeah so it's interesting that it didn't come out at that time um and i wonder if honestly uh hillary clinton and her pragmatism or whatever just said this dude will hurt me but he won't kill me and so i'm not gonna kill him i'm not gonna um poison the well and attack him as hard as i could you know i'm not gonna put this stuff out here that shows you know while they're saying i'm out here saying super predator and and even though i didn't have a vote on the bill here's a guy who voted for the bill and here's him defending the bill later you know um but yeah it it was it was interesting to see this stuff come out they also had some shit where like he talked about uh i forget which white supremacist ass politician he was like well he knows the people or whatever but it was like an excerpt that they took out of context and then twitter went with it ran with the shit all day because that's what twitter do like context we don't need that here's three sentences you know um and so it was it's just been interesting to see him kind of be under attack for real because i think before this has always been like people were annoyed by him and annoyed by his fans mm-hmm. but you up front now homie like yeah, and 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 your fans got it because the most of us ain't gonna defend you either they'll be like oh well let them fight that fight and i mean the thing with with sanders is his fans are kind of cold of personality people they only 
fuck with him only like they don't actually care about democrats mm-hmm. they don't actually care about liberals they actually they don't actually care no, about republicans they care about him democrat and i will continue to say that he's not yeah um although i don't see that as some damning thing he's an independent whatever um if he has ideas i agree with i don't care what label his, his he's under um the point but the point i i, I keep coming back to though is his people are kind of turning back into the 2016 where mm-hmm. now that he's being like actually attacked uh you know some of the some of his inconsistencies some of his the things that he was slide on are coming to light they're back on the hunt like they're back on full like it's him a bus fuck y'all type of shit mm-hmm, because now okay you got these ideas explain yeah. how you gonna get this money like you can't you can't just throw some pie in the sky shit up in the air and everybody goes oh okay no give us numbers give us stats give us statistics do some research i don't have any proof but my guess is uh with joe biden losing that lead starting to look like oh we got an actual horse race here Mm -hmm. i think he unleashed the hounds and said yeah go ahead and put all the opposition research shit out on him correct correct like let's go ahead and let's get, let's, let's fight now you know let you know because while he was in the lead you see this shit didn't come out he was like oh okay you 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 think you got this oh no no hillary didn't do it because you know she knew she was gonna win but you know i don't know and i don't know how long we're gonna be in this fight and i know you're not the type of person to bow out gracefully so no let's let's go ahead and do it then right so you know and and the thing for me is just consistency wise i don't have a problem with people that supported the 1994 crime bill because black people also supported that shit yes they did they asked politicians that were white and in power to support the bill as well as a way to like help black people this is not like the revisionist history on it has been ridiculous and i can't knock bernie sanders for this because that's what hillary clinton did that's what bill clinton did that's what uh joe biden did and it's what bernie sanders did like what i find more interesting is the pivot that his fans take because they're so rabid and they're such like they just have such a hard on for this old man that like they really like they are basically what they say the people who vote for joe biden are or something where it's like y'all just like this man and y'all don't care about like y'all like i've watched them flip-flop i was listening to a podcast oh actually i'll get to that next but anyway so um yeah so yeah he he, so he did co-sign the bill comments uh backing the bill and and backing his votes on it and applauding the tougher penalties on people so it's just weird that that was able to skate until 2020 if that's something that you know that's a 1994 vote and those comments are from like over 10 years ago and yet still nobody knew shit about this for uh, like four years ago that's crazy i was a teenager in 1994 um no i mean but four years ago everybody had the same internet we got so somebody helped sat on these stories oh yes they did um another thing only 53 percent of his voters will definitely support the 2020 democratic nominee if bernie doesn't win right because they've been bernie a bust that's how most of them are and if they uh, a high percentage is going to bernie but they're not gonna vote at all or they're gonna vote for trump there's nothing in between right um and i think what what what's the funniest part of all this stuff is i think bernie is still just as popular as he was in 2016 Mm -hmm. 
but i think he could the same thing that happened in 2016 could happen to him now but it will require some of these democrats to drop out so you got some of these democrats that clearly have voters who they're not they just don't want to vote for biden because they don't have to yet right but they know that these candidates that they're pulling like Buttigieg's not gonna win yeah they know the uh, klobuchar is not gonna win Mm-mm. um you know i think the elizabeth warren voters are more split where they some of them would go to bernie um but or i'll probably have i don't know maybe 50 50 i don't know for sure but i would assume so because mm-hmm. they're very close to me um warren and bernie's policies yes but um i just find it interesting because if it wasn't for Buttigieg, if it wasn't for klobuchar i think we're looking at the same basic results we saw the last primary where the established democrat who's actually been in the party for years and built inroads and talked to people on the ground for years like joe biden would probably walk away with this shit even with us being like i don't know how the fuck he's winning right you know i think he will walk away with it just because you would get yeah, all those voters fumble back. the bag right on across the finish line yeah and and what's funny i started seeing opposition research against Buttigieg. start seeing it against um against to, um klobuchar they're trying to get them out of there get yeah. out of here i think biden's the money i think biden's calling this shot and being like yo let's drop everybody's numbers and get them to fuck get them to quit like like we're, we're gonna fuck around and have um you know and have bernie as the president uh candidate and I, I wouldn't be surprised if he did win because of that you know so anyway it's been it's been an interesting primary but yeah uh, it's crazy to think that uh just a little over half of his uh supporters would definitely support the democratic nominee now like 30 something percent of them 31 percent said it depends on who the nominee is so like maybe if it was warren they would you know i guess 31 percent. you just really don't know it could be right but then um the only one with less is andrew yang so i it's crazy man i get their math and their game theory on it they're basically trying to hold the democratic party hostage which is if if we can just get this dude in uh if we don't get our man we gonna try to make y'all lose but it you know it's, it's like a terrorist thing but with votes yes sir um, everybody only get one y'all he also got uh supported by um joe rogan the podcaster i mean you tell him saying that yeah we didn't we took a week off so we didn't get to talk about it uh but joe rogan is uh now he didn't really endorse bernie he said i'm would probably vote for bernie and then because i think bernie's been on that show before and his people on the internet took the clip and posted it almost like a campaign ad on his online social media on twitter and shit and um yeah they they got roasted for that because yes you know joe rogan's a guy who's well known to be transphobic who has uh put literally like white supremacists on his platform just to talk with them yeah i just knew he was due with the podcast like like not your fun that's all i knew about him okay well um there's more to it than that you know it's a very popular podcast i knew that um and like i said it's had white supremacists on it he's makes transphobic jokes he uh a couple times a year he'll go around and talk about why can't i say nigger um oh yeah so he's doing a lot of shit over there that obviously the woke people that claim bernie march with king are supposed to be against but 
gamesmanship is gamesmanship they want to win and so they feel like if any of this man's millions of listeners feel like because this guy said he will vote for bernie they're gonna come vote for bernie now they want to make that tent bigger just a week ago it was i wouldn't be in the same party with blankety blank blank but what's more moderate than joe rogan and base yeah because that's not a liberal fan base nope and they all courting towards the same audience mm-hmm. like what's more centrist than i'll have uh you know bernie sanders on my show but i'm also have um you know white supremacists on my show they don't get more centrist than that right you know so it it found it sounded kind of interesting and um it was this one podcast i listened to um and i honestly had to stop listening because i I just found this to be so ridiculous but they were a podcast that were like going in on um i can't remember the name of the show but uh one of those white people shows where they do like we're the most offensive podcast we you know and uh i think we talked about it on the show uh they the podcast that had milo yalanopoulos on and mm-hmm. ended up being a big ass like controversy deal right there was that the creek in the cave yes yeah. yes i think legion of skanks maybe i don't know Something i don't like listen that. but so they but they like like this podcast was like on their ass and like fuck them and this is this is terrible that they're doing that why are you having these people on your show and all this shit right but this podcast is also huge bernie supporters like huge bernie supporters and so joe rogan endorsing bernie uh you know quotes around endorsing all of a sudden it's like no this is great he's got all these listeners it's joe rogan he's just a comedian anyway what does it matter and to me that's the essence of the bernie fan it's okay if it benefits bernie and that is why i can't trust them they don't have morals or principles other than how do we get this motherfucker in office and i think that's that scares me because i know for a fact they'll they'll easily cut all this shit that people talk about march with king and you know and that's like the only thing they ever say about race for him because it's like his only thing but they'll all the stuff they talk about him marching with king well then why the fuck is the guy who marched with king touting an endorsement from a dude that that platforms white supremacists you know why are we happy to get the, the 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 votes for people that are racist you know right, that because he, he doesn't care like you know yeah. end of the day he doesn't care and all this does is show black people that bernie doesn't give a fuck about them just like you didn't he didn't bring his ass down here last time we're gonna see if he gonna bring his ass down here this time you talk about race he wanted him and ha he everything about black and brown people he want to turn he want to pivot to the economy fuck that we all affected by the economy but that doesn't erase racism yeah and i and what i find interesting is t- i don't feel like those people who claim to have these morals and ideals i don't feel like you have to defend every fucking thing bernie sanders does no or every person that supports bernie sanders you know there's people in the democratic party that will they will vote for hillary or they will vote for obama and i'm like that's cool but i don't fuck with them and no i'm not defending them on any level like Mm -mm. they want some of the same shit i want and that's the end of it like i don't want to be in a room with them i'm not trying to kick it with them i don't Mm -mm. you know i don't have this ultimate belief in their uh like now like i didn't join a cult you know i didn't decide like now i have to defend everything they do and i think that's really weird because that's how it feels over there and you know i don't know if it's just a 
like i would say it was a bot thing but then like i said this year i actually mm-hmm. low-key started listening to some of these bernie bro podcasts because mm-hmm. i wanted to hear like what the fuck is going on over there what's so like what makes them so infatuated with this man and i i don't know it's it's like they don't have principles they don't have morals they don't have like the fact that you can like they don't mind making a moral argument but they'll flip on a dime to be like well this kind of benefits bernie so fuck my morals yeah fuck what i just said it's scary you know and it's scary in the fact that the second that this dude like gets power and sells people out they're gonna just be like oh well like fuck fuck y'all you can't even be mad about it i'm gonna defend him as he does these things i'm gonna defend oh you didn't get the thing that you were promised fuck you i you know it's about him if he doesn't deliver on this shit it's okay because it was him that didn't deliver as opposed to someone else it's it's everything that they claim people that support obama believe you know while people that support obama's like yo he did a good job during despite the circumstances but here were the circumstances they're like bernie would do better okay cool let's see the work he's perfect he don't do he, look he's not he doesn't deal with racism he's march with king i don't know dealing with joe rogan and his fan base kind of feel like you not as you not as on the up and up about that as you claim you know like maybe maybe that's not true you know so uh you know you got all these ideals you won't vote for anybody but him Anybody. that doesn't seem that doesn't seem right Mm-mm. you know so i don't know man that shit just really made me think twice about just like it made, it reminded me of why i can't really fuck with them because i was like like I, and i like straight up unsubscribe from that podcast and everything because i was like like how you don't hear this coming out your own mouth you know you can't be mad at these other people for having milo on and that's your big gripe and then you turn around and be like oh yeah but it's different because you know this this joe rogan and we need to support get the fuck out of here then yeah they're catering towards the same audience yeah i don't know what they're gonna do if they fucking lose if this nigga don't win harass everybody i don't like know they what they fuck they gonna time. do because these motherfuckers are and pressed. not vote yeah they press for that dude man. vote for trump or like in those that that's exactly what they're gonna do that's what they did last time yeah Rogan has been accused of criticizing transgender individuals you said divorce laws are anti-feminist and biased against men he has argued that a gender-based pay gap does not exist or companies would hire all women to save money things like this and like i said <laughs> this is not me going like oh man uh if you have people that want to vote for you that are, that are fucked up people or just people i don't agree with dang shit no 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 that's not my point my point is why would you have to defend this you know it's like if if we if if uh after after harvey weinstein was started being accused of all this me too shit right and if 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 hillary clinton and people that support hillary clinton would have been like no no he can still come to events we fuck with him like he he giving money y'all you gotta understand a lot of people listening to him. everybody would have been like what the fuck are you doing bitch this is crazy you're ruined like you don't believe in any of the shit you say like but but instead what they'll do is they'll quite like here's a picture she took with harvey weinstein in 1995 or 2003 or you know sometime before all these allegations started right. and be like see it's like no joe rogan goes on this show five days a week you know exactly where he stands you know that he's willing to have talks and conversations with white supremacists and listen to their point of view you know he wants them he wants to ponder about being able to call us nigger uh a couple times a year this is who he is every day you celebrated that 
right and that, you know what and you could have said nothing you could have let that dude say that shit on his podcast and kept the motherfucking pushing yeah so i mean I don't, like i said i'm not i i don't I, I don't i'm not against the idea that these people are out here supporting hey if i want if i want to win too so if it's bernie i'll take bernie because i don't give a fuck right you know what i mean <laughs> like i'm openly saying i'll take but what i won't do is defend this shit Mm-mm. there has to be some fucking because it's like what about your integrity you know what i mean when you gonna look at yourself and be like well now look in this because I, I look like i don't have integrity right now maybe i should shut the fuck up i'll take the w but let me but i don't have to go out here and play fucking you know offensive lineman for everything these goddamn the quarterback does like right. some of this shit he on his own right and and i think sometimes that's the thing that irritates other people sometimes you got to let the criticism come it's like if y'all say anything i mean i remember what andy was saying andy was saying that like he's a fragile ass old man that did you know he you say anything don't 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 go after my grandpa bitch he ain't your grandpa he can defend himself yeah the thing i gravitated to in 2016 to hillary clinton the most was the fact that she was constantly under fire from the media constantly under fire online constantly under fire from other her own party other politicians all this shit and her supporters didn't act like she was some fragile weak ass old lady they were like okay bring it right you don't like this thing about her that's cool that's fine here's what her policy is on this thing you know well i don't trust her hey you you, don't, you know this isn't about trust we're trying to get donald trump out of here blah 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 right this ain't about trust right like to a certain extent like they were kind of prepared for the ruckus like okay we know that some of y'all not gonna fuck with her okay but this, so then let us tell you like these are her policies and shit and you know when a woman is i just don't they don't trust any women i just don't trust her at all you she know she ain't got a penis i'm right. not bummed for but the point but the point being like they just didn't seem as to wilt under pressure they didn't need to dox you because you didn't right. like her they didn't need to harass you because you didn't like her if you made a joke when when i when bernie so black was trending motherfuckers were trying to call me emailing me you know like all kinds of shit they were saying to me right doxing me talking about me on uh reddit and all this this motherfucker get paid by george soros all this weird shit right mm-hmm. when i i get girl i guess i'm with her was trending crickets because no one feels like they gotta go out and get you for making the same joke about hillary clinton i'm not excited to vote for this woman no one's gotta come find you nope so to me that's what i gravitated towards because i said that's more presidential the her supporters treat her as if she could be president not like you know we need to protect this little precious baby you know and so it's just weird to me to see people flip-flop on this shit man and um you know like i said it's it's, it's not a invite to debate i'm not trying to debate mm-hmm. people about the shit these oh, are no. just our thoughts but like listen to, I, like i said listening to the people like speak about it in their own words not me putting words in their mouth not me like oh i bet they feel this way just going out and listening and being like how do people feel about these things he's doing and his people are on board with any and everything he does it doesn't matter if it contradicts the last thing or whatever and i just don't know how to get past that um all right let's see what else happened um uh, tyler perry responded to the discourse surrounding his writer's room tweet um he said i'm very specific about who i'm writing for who i'm writing to and whether there's a discourse that's on them for me i know exactly what i'm doing i know exactly who i'm speaking to he said that's why the haves and have nots returned at number one 
that's why the oval is number one that's why sisters is number two so i have the number one two and three top shows among african-american people so if people don't get that that's on them i got me i know what i'm doing so whatever discourse it is they can have that okay i mean and there it is really like i've been seeing the discussions around that i listened to uh insanity check podcast uh chris and justin talking about it and i mean i i listen to every critique they had and the end of the day i still feel the same way which is hey man y'all know it's his shit he helps people in every other way this is one way that he don't want to do it you know and and you know end of the day i feel like there's still a level of he's setting us back or he or his black shit being this popular is bad for for the race somehow and i think i just don't agree you know just to me it's just it's not that serious oh no it's 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 not that serious to me either and it's also i i i guess for me the thing around tyler perry this shit has been happening for a very 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 long ass time like people have critiqued and torn down his work for years and i understand it and, and the thing is ain't nobody saying it's high art that, that's the thing i don't know anybody right like, no one's making this argument of these flawless masterworks you guys can't touch them everybody's like just let them niggas have their shit they like that shit we don't watch that shit or we don't like that shit or if we do like it we ironically kind of like it whatever let them niggas have their shit let them have their soap operas and their bad wigs who gives a fuck this is like the only nigga they they want to do this to and to be frank he proved himself right i don't know that there's more of a right way to prove yourself than what he has done he literally built that shit off of these people who love his shit and are happy he built this shit because they you know they'll say shit like well he used these people first of all you condescending asshole go talk to those people that view like his shit they love he built that studio off of their work off of their money they love the product he puts out who gives a fuck just don't watch it you know i don't know what to tell people dog it's really on you at this point it's not gonna change he's heard your um critiques he does not agree that's it and if he was a white man i feel the same fucking way like it's not even a matter of like oh he gotta do this because uh he's making black art so it's gotta not really you can do whatever the fuck you want if people want to go see it that's on them that's really what entertainment is it reminded me of a podcaster that um you know i've worked with from time to time right and he's very particular about how he does his shit right he got he got a way about his shit he do his shit his fucking way if you want to work with him you gonna have to do shit his way so what do i do i pick and choose when i work with them because i don't want to like hey i know how you are i'm not gonna tell you your process is bad i'm not gonna tell you it's wrong i'm not even here to try to help you improve your process you seem to like the way you do things and you seem to have thought about it which is the only thing i ask if you thought about it cool you made a decision now it's my turn to make a decision when am i willing to put up with this and that to me is essentially how you handle shit you have to look at yourself first and be like now what's my role in this because if my role is 
the three or four movies he comes out with a year i'm gonna be doing this fucking ranting and raving and it's been 20 years at some point i get to look at you and be like oh you're a bit you're a bit crazy because you're repeating the same behavior expecting different results and i don't know why you would at this point i'm not i'm not sure what what's happening with these folks but they really do seem to particularly have it out for him and my thing is move on you got plenty of other artists you can support if you fuck with them and it's not even like you can say well he's taking up these opportunities he's really not all these people getting opportunities now you know i have more out there now than ever and honestly we're down to the writer's room that's how far this is gone because he has union labor on every other aspect of his studio so we know oh it's about the unions then why is he working with any unions clearly it doesn't seem to be about the unions it seems to be a fucking control freak that does not want to share his writing room now we're going but you should share it because it seems like your writing's not good but what he's saying is my audience love it and you know what it reminds me of that joke that like uh can be black women comedians used to tell talk about like oh you say i'm fat huh i'm fat hmm, you get, oh i tell you what it's some good pussy under this gut it's some, you know that <laughs> was like somebody like it you know and i'm like yeah somebody like it i don't know you know and i think every creative if you're if you if you're being honest every creative goes through this yeah most people if you create anything you are particular about your shit and most people if there's some form of creative most creatives are some form of a control freak be it a podcast be it songs be it we talking about quest love you are a motherfucking control freak even yeah. though people will not consider it a control freak, but you have your structure. This is how I open. This is how I close. This is how I want to go. You might be flexible on those things. This is when my show comes out. This is my process to put the podcast up. You have a, con- and if somebody ever comes in and be like, you know what? No, I think you should do it like this. You look at them and like, bitch, I know what I'm doing. Get the fuck out my face. Especially when you're successful. It's one thing when you're floundering and you need some help and it's, oh man, I don't know why my movies can't make it. Nigga, I'm making it. I made it. I made it more than anyone else has ever made it in this shit. What are you even talking? Why would I even listen to you? It's crazy. Like, somebody, I saw someone that said, like, he should listen to Ava DuVernay. There's a picture of him with Ava DuVernay at the opening of his studio. I saw the tweets where Ava DuVernay was standing him down she love him a lot of people do your faves love him because within that industry he has helped so many black people they're not worried about you know oh he could have helped three more black writers they're like nigga he helped a thousand people but this is what we do it's that confirmation bias it's you know what it would make me think about is how much hating when you when you're when you come from a point of hating you lose your ability to see everything you lose yeah, perspective guilty, yeah i've been guilty of that yes. everyone's guilty of it everyone me everybody i'm not saying this because i'm better than people Mm-mm. the only thing i was thinking about this i don't say this shit because i'm better than i'm better than y'all i want to be better than i was yesterday agree i want to i look back at, at myself 10 years ago i want to be better i want to have a better perspective than i had 10 years ago mm-hmm. i hope everybody feels that way now what happens is we have a mic in our face and we're talking and, we're, and people can hear this conversation so maybe they'll be edified by some of this shit maybe they won't but what it made me think is like how often have i let my perspective of needing confirmation bias for my hate of somebody for my dislike of somebody just completely make me oblivious to a to another perspective that's out there 
to make to other facts to things staring you in the face like it's confirmation bias and i think that's a big thing that's happening with a lot of these conversations is you walk in the door like i don't fuck with this person and so of course you're just looking for evidence of why you should not fuck with this person you know and if it's not none you're gonna make some and if it's stuff that says the direct opposite like no this person's a good person they're really trying and actually helped a lot of people you be, you're gonna be like i ignore that all of it yeah like i'm definitely afraid of that i don't want to fall into that you know right. it's easy because with our social media and our the way we are now it's such a feedback loop so if you right. want if i if i want to say negative things about somebody or no negative things about people people are always volunteering that information just a matter of fact go out try it. say you like somebody today re uh i retweeted or shared the article with joaquin phoenix talking about you know at the bafta awards immediately hey well you know this motherfucker was uh casey affleck's friend and on the the movie set that's when casey affleck was accused of da 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 and it's like oh damn that is my bad i was trying to get this man props forgot that this motherfucker fucked up at some point you know that's kind of what we do and it's a feedback loop of that shit all the time every person everything every action it has to be something and so the revolutionary thing is to be like i'm letting this person cook i actually cool yeah. i understand they fucked up i understand they're flawed i understand that tyler perry's writing room is you know that's fucked up that that that, that he don't want no writers i get it I, i'll take your word at that that that's a bad thing what about all the other shit you have to ignore to only be like he's a bad person because of this one thing because then you got to ignore right that all these black actors and got that check when they was at the bottom and white people wouldn't hire them and he fucking got them that check and got them back on their feet and now they fucking we stand them down because they did that fucking tyler perry movie right we gotta ignore that we gotta ignore all the shit that shot at his studio right we gotta ignore that fucking dolomite and bad boys for life shot at the same at the same time these niggas taking pictures on set together not happening nowhere else you know these aren't even quote-unquote black movies but they are black movies black panther's not necessarily a black movie but it's definitely a black movie so why do we want to cherry pick and take shit out of it when we can't look at the the totality of it because i'm willing to give you oh yeah you know what he could do better in this area but also oh in general he's doing pretty great i'm willing to give you that he could do better this isn't oh yes yeah i'm willing to give you that this isn't a i'm saying the movies aren't good but what about the other side of this that's not willing to give an inch on like well he does a shit ton of good for a lot of black people right now let's just concentrate on this one tiny these four people yeah and also everybody everybody okay underneath the sound of my voice you got some shit that you won't bend on you have some shit in your life no matter what anybody motherfucking tell you the answer is gonna be goddamn no and i'm never gonna change it everybody has that and for him it's his writer's room literally like straight up it don't like i don't it don't bother me but i think it's just because when you're a person that created the thing out of nothing when you made the way out of no way yo it's too late i don't want to hear this shit now you know and also the other thing and this is this one made me chuckle and maybe it'll make y'all laugh too i don't know but so let's take because i just to be frank i just don't believe a lot of the people that critique him i don't believe the merits of their argument and that i think they're lying to essentially say i don't know if they're lying to themselves in their line or if they're just lying but i find it so funny where they're like see he needs to take these writers under their tutelage under his tutelage teach them how to write for his audience 
and then he'll have even more people that's able to write to his audience they're gonna give you the same they're gonna give you the same stuff that he's been doing so you want eight tyler perry's you don't like the one you don't like that there's one or two movies for tyler perry a year you don't like that you want to get 10 to 15 you want to multiply the amount of tyler perry quality writing in the world tyler perry universe you want me to believe that that's what you would make you happy you would say oh you know what now that he's done this i don't have a single solitary problem with tyler perry i support him and all of his work because he went and found some people to underneath him to teach how to write more quality stuff like uh, 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 acrimony i need mo i that need tyler perry crossover black cinema needs seven different acrimonies okay where are you gonna like you i just don't believe you like maybe you can find some people that really do go i do love tyler perry's audience genuinely and i want to write for them genuinely the way he does and he's going to teach me to do it and it's going to be great i just don't believe y'all when y'all when y'all see from tyler perry Studios six mo Medea movies i just don't believe y'all are gonna be like this is good for black hollywood and blackness flashpoint Medea, yes let's go i just don't believe y'all <laughs> like i'm giving you every i'm giving you all the hypothetical to the fullest extent not questioning anything beyond that and i'm like y'all don't want that medea crisis right what y'all <laughs> medea shared universe come on like what y'all really want is for this nigga to stop making these bad movies that's what you want and you want your grandmama and your aunt to stop watching it that's what you really want dog just be honest like don't disguise it in this woke bullshit you don't want this shit man this shit is so oh man it's so good oh, medea crossovers be good Mm-mm-mm. medea gonna be going to other universes multiverse yes medea multiverse medea multiverse crisis on infinite medeas come on let's do it the crisis on infinite cap skin pop come on i <laughs> i am here for it <laughs> i don't know why i just like hey let's do medea in space you know what's so funny i still haven't watched the fall from grace i haven't had time i still haven't watched it medea 20 feet deep i think it's that thing too where y'all like where people exasperate exasperate me to a point where i'm not excited about the thing i was excited about it happens from time to time uh it happened with all the marvel netflix series i was excited about them they would drop i wanted to watch them and then you just see people bitch for weeks on end you're like you know what i'll wait i'm gonna wait till i get good and goddamn ready and forget all you well you niggas are done talking about it and you complaining about the next fucking thing that's when i'm gonna watch it so i can be like oh cool it's just me having good times you know i came in here for a good time that's it Medea, Medea show up with her wig, be like, hey, they know you think you're gonna do something up in here with that glove. I, I put a cap in your ass. Ha <laughs> ha! I'm here for it! Medea gonna have a mech suit like Iron Man! I am inevitable. Come on! And I am Medea! <laughs> Snap! <laughs> Medea gonna be run like Flash and lose a wig and have to go back three universes to get it. <laughs> <laughs> I got jokes, y'all. 
yeah i it's because it ain't that serious it really isn't that serious man i don't know why they can't let this man cook my and honestly dog it's got to the point where i look forward to him defending his shit because i'll be partying because i'm like you broke niggas are wrong that's the other part of it he's so rich he right he got rich off black people money he actually is the one who's right y'all are wrong <laughs> all your fucking degrees all this fucking highfalutin blackness should be this artistic but all of you are wrong <laughs> this nigga did Ernest goes to camp fucking Medea and won yes he did it already yeah somebody in the chat room just said I am Medea that's fucking crazy that is crazy you should be mad at Fast and Furious movies more than you mad at Medea Medea Groundhog Day fast and furious movies have way lower quality bullshit happening with way more money <laughs> and i love them bullshits too i do we at number nine let's go i don't understand these niggas jesus christ let this motherfucker get in that dress and cook and leave it alone <laughs> damn motherfucker put out two movies a year and y'all lose y'all mind every time <laughs> jesus oh anyway uh cardi Medea Medi- gonna fuck around and get the real scooby-doo it's gonna be Medea Medi- scooby-doo boo two three <laughs> i'm here for it fuck it Medea gonna fuck around and be in the next fast and furious the same niggas applauding fast and furious making billions of fucking dollars for ridiculous shit movies where niggas catch cars with their bare hands and shit <laughs> are over here talking about some quality you need a bigger writer's room who the fuck cares who cares see it or don't the fuck is wrong with people damn like is nobody watching this thing in this fucking shakespeare <laughs> they just want to watch motherfuckers in bad wigs do ghetto shit that's it damn uh, i can't wait for medea meets teen titans yes teen titans go oh take the ham out of the out of the collard green ass niggas man stop coming to the fucking thanksgiving then god <laughs> well Medea invited to the to the cookout i've already invited her just so y'all know be mad i'm inviting Medea and tyler perry they both can show up (laughs) they get a two for one stop going to thanksgiving asking where the vegan options are and shit just don't come (laughs) god you don't even go here is there pork in this (laughs) dear people it's crazy because i don't even fucking watch these movies like this that's what's crazy y'all got me upset i don't even watch this shit like i'm like oh it's not for me and i walk out the room you go you go to christmas people throwing some idea shit oh well basketball's in the other room and you go watch basketball what the fuck happened to that now you gotta sit in their room and ruin their good time Mm-mm, i don't think so let's turn this off i'll i Sharon, you know you shouldn't be watching this man do these things get the fuck out of here you're gonna start a fight get your turkey bacon and go to the other fucking room cardi b reminds tommy lauren that she cardi b reminds tommy lauren that she will dog walk her for following jay-z and beyonce comments what what what? what's happening here oh yeah super bowl was last night oh it was yeah i guess uh after all that hubbub in the nfl a black quarterback still ended up taking a knee in the super bowl took three d's to be precise 
um but yeah um so the super bowl was last night and so uh you know the agendas were out in full full regal regal oh the agendas yeah um you know black quarterback agenda was active mm-hmm. okay patrick, i was cheering for the kansas city chiefs patrick mahomes is counts that's the third black quarterback ever to win the super bowl um and i watched it i did too watched it from beginning to end mm-hmm watched all the commercials mm-hmm. uh, i thought the commercials were just okay this year some some were good uh there were really none i thought were bad though but some i thought may have been unnecessary but other than that what yeah. do you mean unnecessary we didn't have to see donald trump uh commercial like, oh that I one was. was unnecessary like the fuck is this has, has there ever been a, a candidate that was like i'm gonna spend a bazillion dollars for the super bowl commercial that made me laugh so hard because that commercial was perfect the swerve on that commercial was so fucking good y'all this motherfucker showed this black woman in prison and it was like she is now free she they fought for her and now she is out she was wrongly convicted or whatever it's like damn this is a bloomberg ad this is a style what? ad is this what is this even an ad for is this the the nfl like ad about you know whatever that that thing they're doing with jay-z no it was like and president trump got her out and then they cut to her and she talking on the microphone and she like thank you jesus and thank you donald john trump president or whatever and i was like i did not see that swerve coming that's Mm -hmm. a good swerve a great swerve no i didn't see it coming either like i like i really went from like wow i'm real what who what happened what is this woman's story to oh nigga fuck him <laughs> like yeah i'm glad you got out baby but yes fuck him yeah it was like oh no 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 that nigga no 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 like can you imagine if president obama made like 900 commercials for the 900 people he fucking pardoned and got out of jail on reduced sentences and shit like if he just if he was just sitting around like every super bowl commercial it would take forever you know but trump free like five people so hey you gotta do commercials anyway it didn't bother me because uh in that case uh, what i wanted to not be free yeah i want her to be free yeah. i can still say i'm glad you're free and fuck him yeah it didn't like i said it didn't bother me because i mean ultimately i i no one who's free by trump is gonna bother me nope. like i'm not i don't know what fucking part of the agenda equation that is but i ain't that pressed over nothing i sure ain't either you st- it, wrongfully Get them free wrongfully and overly incarcerated people walking these streets that wouldn't have got there uh another way hey man congrats who signed them papers cool still trying to keep you out of office still don't fuck with you and none of your policies Mm -mm. and i still get the obviously mass hypocrisy of the fact that you would tout look at this i free one black person anyway cops make sure you beat them over the head when you throw them in the car and i'm gonna have your back yeah i know he's a racist Mm -hmm. can't fool me by freeing two black people but i'm glad those people are free same but yeah that's the only commercial i really thought was like okay uh yeah they had some police brutality commercials first year i've ever seen those oh inspire change um it was uh the initiative with jay-z in the nfl um i thought that commercial was great the one where they had Equan bolden talk about how it was his cousin i believe Mm -hmm. who was killed in florida i remember covering that on the show he was sleeping in his car the police rode because the car broke down or something police rode up and immediately killed this man and yeah that was actually um that was actually dope good job you know um uh the super bowl halftime show was great 
it i had i didn't know how i was gonna like it but i had a ball and niggas can say what they want to say about jay-z but i didn't realize that neither one of them had ever done the super bowl before mm-hmm. and they had never been like a, a women headliner like a double headliner like this never 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 so that right there is history all in itself and latino latinx hispanic all mixed up in one and in miami so i was like and they were speaking spanish and shit i was like i'm here for it yep and it was actually dancing i'm talking about a motherfucker they put on a goddamn show yep um the thing i liked was because see you know agendas hating it is what it is people hate j-lo so the agendas were so strong with these niggas because they i think it's this thing where they kind of hate any of these latinx women that are around black culture right and it's just you gonna cat you just gonna catch a stray it is what it is especially if you white passing which she definitely is um so as soon as it was announced it was kind of like fuck this bitch blah 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 but to me i was like let's see the show right you know i felt the same way with maroon five let me see the show then i'll decide if the shit was whack or not and what happens is on twitter because everybody's so snarky you walk in with your hands folded and your arms crossed and you go fuck this i you know i don't give a fuck how good or bad it is i'm gonna say it sucks you know and i'm not i'm not gonna admit that like when room five performed i was like damn i know these songs mm-hmm. like all the bops i was like apparently they had i know more room five than i even thought i did we know a lot of it <clears throat> but um with j-lo i actually didn't know all those songs Mm-mm, same thing i didn't with Shakira. Know, i didn't know almost any shakira song same uh, I don't know who the fuck Bad Bunny is other than mm-hmm. I watched him play in the NBA All-Star fan game um, last mm-hmm. season. I didn't know none of them rappers know. Right. Um, and so this Super Bowl halftime felt distinctly not for me and for people of that culture. Right. And I love that. I love that. Like, I don't need, like, everything don't got to be for me. Correct. You know, black people do this shit a lot where they claim they want diversity, but what they really want is black shit. But they don't want to say, I only want black shit. So they try to make it sound good by like, I just want a more diverse. Such, what would they mean? I want black, 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 black. I want black. No, 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 no. Nothing else counts to me. Okay. When you go to the Oscars, brown people start winning shit. Hey, they not black though. So Oscar's still so white. I'm like, wait a minute. Hold up. That's not what right, that's supposed that, to mean. That don't make no sense. You now. know, but i liked this shit and it wasn't for um me and what i really liked because since i really didn't know the songs i started paying attention to a lot of the visuals yes sir um in addition because i guess shakira is not only uh uh latina she's also like part middle eastern um and so she was did this like thing with her tongue and made this sound and people was like you know making jokes about it and shit but it turns out it's basically like a shout out to her or her culture her, her her heritage oh i didn't know that right um j-lo when they had this they had this part where they did uh um uh, raising born in the usa which uh is very subversive because it's actually a song about how the usa is trash but they did the chorus for born in the usa and then they had um i think it was alex rodriguez's stepdaughter or something i can't remember emma i think i can't i don't know her name mm-hmm. but she she started singing and they had all these kids in these spears that lit up and i said wait a minute they look like cages, they look like cages. you just said it was j-lo's daughter oh it's j-lo's daughter okay mm-hmm. so they look i'm like these spears are like cages they did and then um when the the kids 
came out on stage with them she had the flag draped around her shoulders but on the inside was the puerto rican flag Mm -hmm. and then on the outside it kind of looks like an american flag it was beautiful that shit was dope like she like yo she did that like maybe you don't have to you might not like her talent or singing i don't actually give a fuck whatever yeah you know but the 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 point of like using that platform to say something that's what she did Mm mm-hmm yeah, right. and, and they did it in their own unique way, and I really enjoyed them just focusing on those women. I enjoyed the, the shots of their body, because they both are beautiful women. I enjoyed the shots of their body. And I'll joke that I even enjoyed um, the changing of the outfits and things like that. And you know, I mean, as a show, it was great too. Right. But I'm talking about the message. Oh yeah, a lot of message. Like they didn't waste anything on. Like Mm-mm. they they decided to do a show that was like in this Americana sport. In this, they they said, "Hey man, the USA is fucking up. Come on now, right in your face at halftime with with some of this ass too." with some of that like i'm telling you right now like we we stand beyonce down for her halftime showing how black blackity black it was i gotta i gotta give her props man they came out there and represented for that community in a way that people told me they wouldn't that it wasn't gonna go down like that and i'm like yeah that's pretty fucking revolutionary now i don't know if she gonna get in trouble for that shit or not but even to go up there and risk it to go up there and and do something on that stage like mm mm-mm cool I, I find it to be dope now i'm telling you one thing if i have a body like j-lo when i'm 50 y'all ain't gonna tell me shit because mm-hmm. her body was built yeah yeah nah she i mean look she all the all the optical shit they they murdered it the uh she came down on the pole so you know i'm like oh that's that hustlers body yeah she was like i didn't i didn't work out and get this body not to show it now i've seen hustlers okay guys and it's a great movie and j-lo stole the show um but yeah it was crazy it was just it was a dope halftime i i don't you know like i know people was trying to hate and i saw people missing the point because they were hating so hard they missed i said nigga you stand for these things supposedly and here you are hating why she gotta have a flag on nigga it's a fucking message if you pay attention stop tweeting for a second and just look like it's, she, it's right so there mad it wasn't black oh god man but um well i think they were just mad it was her ah uh, okay, okay like yeah, when you care, that's the yeah. thing when you hate you obfuscate shit you miss obvious clues to shit because you hate so much you hate so hard that the obvious thing that's looking you right in the eye like hey here is the fucking clue here is the thing you're like i can't see that i, I just need something to confirm my bias like she did a good job don't mean you gotta stand her down i mean you gotta like dap her up in the street but i can give her credit for that 10 15 minutes she did that shit her and shakira mm-hmm. did that shit I, I mean, they was on there speaking Spanish. Fucking that's, that's what I loved about it. And didn't give a fuck if you understood or not. Didn't give not nan and, fuck. And that's just like us going up there talking slang. When you, when people up there talking slang with our accents, we don't give a fuck if you understand it or not. So I was like, go ahead and, 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 <clears throat> and talk that other language. So anyway, back to this article. Uh, apparently, when they played the national anthem, uh, I believe Demi Lovato or. Okay, I missed that one. Yeah, yeah, you was in the other room. Mm-hmm. Um, Demi Lovato sang it, and she looked like a black woman. I know, I don't think she's black. I'm pretty sure she's not black. Oh, I don't know. But I don't know. She just went to Ariana Grande's, uh, uh, stylist. <laughs> or what? Because. They said, baby, hook me up. I don't know if I looked up too fast or what. I was like, is that a black woman and stealing Demi Lovato's look? But 
she sang the national anthem and uh i forget who sang they had a gospel singer that sang like amazing grace before and then uh and then so then demi lovato does the national anthem and jay-z and beyonce didn't didn't uh stand they sat and so oh my god somebody said yolanda yeah yolanda adams yeah. oh yeah that's who did amazing grace yeah. and of course that there woman were 12, can blow. there were 12 million white people articles talking about who is yolanda adams the singer of the mayor yeah oh so. lord she's been around for fucking ever got her own radio in syndicated radio so they don't know nothing about us name the characters from friends care yeah i don't know nothing about them either okay there we go um so yeah uh they uh then um after the after that performance um they didn't stand for the national anthem and so it took a little bit before the article started they didn't stand they didn't stand and you know i was thinking was like yeah because in addition to these woke ass niggas trying to turn the world against jay-z um because he did a deal with the nfl to try to help black people and to stop to stem the tide of police violence oh how dare he until not until cabinet get a job because the movement is only about him getting a job now fuck everything else but in addition to that they convinced not just themselves they convinced white people that he was somebody he's not like you ain't gotta agree with all his stances on shit but jay-z not just some coon ass nigga i don't know when this shit got so out of control maybe it's eric reed maybe it's because kaepernick don't be saying shit maybe it's because all these media personalities and shit like to pat themselves on the back and with how woke they are by shitting on jay-z on twitter i don't know but at no point and i'm so fucking glad on this show i never bought into this shit because at no fucking point was i sitting around like oh yeah that coon ass jay-z you know he loved a white man no sir and if it is i ain't seen it like that's not him you know this is the same dude that made story of oj so like you don't have to agree with his politics but dog you don't have to then turn him into a fucking uncle tom because you don't agree okay so no i'm not surprised he didn't stand i don't who who gives a fuck to be honest and i wasn't even surprised that they got that inspire change commercial which was good i actually saw somebody that was hating on it and the only thing they could come away with for why it was so fucked up was because kaepernick ain't got a job because that's all they care about and you know what i feel you i also think he should have a job i think right i i wouldn't trust a person that told me he shouldn't agree i really wouldn't but at the end of the day is that so then nobody can do shit till this man got a job i don't understand there's an opportunity you got to step into it so um you don't have to but i respect somebody that willing to step into that place because it's not all about him unfortunately that's just not where it is and when jay said they had moved on i agree with him why because he may not be able to move on but the world fucking moved on it's been three years or whatever it's it's unfortunate but they 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 decided fuck him already so i don't know what to tell you i did when it was malcolm jenkins and them working that with the with their building their own coalition and i was like there's nothing wrong with that and people started turning into they coons they sellouts they this dog you no everybody don't have to be black or white it don't have to be these extremes so anyway what i thought was funny is you got all these people watching the super bowl i'll say it again you got all these people watching the super bowl mm-hmm. talking about how jay-z ain't shit for attending ignoring that beyonce and blue okay. there Mm-hmm. i seen it 
that blue was having time of her life like what? she didn't got so tall look mama i could buy everyone in this stadium and it was like right it was, they just oh this is adorable black girl magic they didn't want to say that shit they didn't want to say that shit but everybody seen be being and and blue there they didn't catch none of that shade none of that slander it was all about jay-z ain't shit jay-z ain't shit right if the super bowl you're watching cool dang he ain't shit didn't stand for the anthem and here come the racist people how dare they because somewhere along the lines all these motherfuckers complaining about jay-z ain't being shit of being ain't shit somehow convinced white people that he really was this coon and he 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 was like i'm not standing for this shit i bet he won't say a word about it i bet none of them gonna say not even address it beyonce i bet they won't say a fucking word and like yeah well yeah beyonce don't do interviews so i'm sure they weren't the only motherfuckers in the arena that didn't stand guarantee you i'm sure they weren't but so yeah tommy lauren um says beyonce and jay-z former crack dealer sit for the they love that one sit for the national anthem but let's be honest she ain't doing nothing that these woke niggas don't say about jay-z every day come on they love to throw that shit out when when they don't fuck with him he sold a crack what do you think he believes i'm like okay all right so you're also um for prison abolition you don't think people should be in jail for okay cool but uh but yes he did sell crack um terrible person uh yeah former crack dealer sit for the national anthem because the united states of america has oppressed them with millions upon millions of dollars in fans lauren tweeted sounds rough maybe they should try another country that allows them a little more freedom and success uh cardi b fan alerted her to lauren's diss leading the rapper to threaten to dog walk the political pundit now we know she also had said she would dog walk her what like two or three years ago um so i'm not really shocked that she would do that um but yeah i just thought it was funny watching black people flip-flop and try to come back and defend jay-z and beyonce because you know beyonce was there too so you know they was mostly defending her but having to come back and defend them for not standing and and not giving a fuck so (sighs) and i think for me uh out of everything that two bowl i feel lied to we went to the good hash tea that them niggas was sold out of chicken all the motherfucking chicken Mm-mm, not true chicken they were wings. sold out of chicken wings i'm sorry they sold out chicken wings and i still got some but they had cajun seasoning all over them they was already pre-seasoned wings because white people don't like spices so uh yeah that's why they was there them wings was good though i did i did eat them wings but uh yeah man um a lot of motherfuckers is full of shit they watched that super bowl and they bought and i know because they bought all the wings and shit they was all gone. the wings oh man but yes oh it was just so funny man um and then uh Kylie Kaepernick went and like fed the homeless or some shit during the Super Bowl so that was cool you know good good um but yeah I I thought that was I thought that was so interesting to watch everybody flip-flop back on Jay and Beyonce I'm like y'all said these niggas was coons and ain't shit they shouldn't even be at the Super Bowl that y'all watching at home and uh now we back to like you better not talk about my you better not be talking about them cars they are there with their beautiful daughter and here you niggas go like i'm like wait what is happening do y'all hate these niggas or not make up your mind they don't even know y'all just mad they rich i mean shit i mean somebody gotta be rich why not them hello (laughs) i don't know 
if they give it up first the white man gonna give it back like i don't i think i think we kind of work like that i think we reached the impasse of this shit y'all i mean i don't you know what i'm with it y'all no more billionaires but white people first okay white people give up the billionaire money first and black people last we just got it we the ones that had it the shortest amount of time i I don't mind giving it giving it up but i just think we should get to hold on to it for at least a few centuries you know like they did and then we give ours up now i gotta hate on oprah because y'all niggas want bernie to win i'm not doing it i'm not doing it for y'all doing it i gotta believe all these niggas evil because y'all broke no okay i'm broke too i'm one of y'all and i'm not doing i'm not joining in guys i'm also not killing anybody i'm not going to anyone's house and killing them because they're rich i know that that's a popular thing to say on social media i don't know if you motherfuckers have thought about what y'all are saying but that's crazy to me and i won't be doing i'm not participating not catching a body because because it sounds good in some retweets what the fuck is wrong with y'all do y'all even own guns have you been in a fight ah as an adult the fuck is wrong with these people man oh my god anyway um so let me see what else do i want to talk about um i don't really care much else about super bowl shit i guess we can do oh i like the little i like the little nas x commercial mm-hmm. with doritos that was funny mm-hmm. i like i like that one all he did the dance off i don't know who that old white man is he probably somebody famous that he was dancing off with mm-hmm. uh, i think it's a dude from uh that uh movie with lady gaga and uh the oh. guy who plays rocket raccoon yes um <clears throat> a remake of that old movie yeah star is born yes that's what it was so he played okay. like the older brother in that okay that reminds me yes okay yes. yeah i don't know his name either because mm-hmm. he's white but anyway this isn't white people news but uh all right let's see what else we got here guys i guess we can get into our segments um feel like i already did some fucking with black people today but let me see if there's any shit i want to talk about uh, yeah actually i do want to talk about some of this shit let's do some fucking with black people y'all okay we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go around the globe and we find different articles make us feel fucked up the weird sign point scores and scores in zero to a hundred intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody sam elliott that's that white man's name i think sam elliott i'm not sure pretty sure sam elliott um all right let's see what what they're doing today guys um high schooler banned from graduation because of his dreadlocks the guy who uh, got twenty thousand dollars from ellen ellen mm-hmm. he's now been invited to the oscars by gabrielle union and Dwayne wade yeah well karen if twenty thousand dollars ain't shit and ellen ain't shit for only giving him twenty thousand dollars i don't understand what taking him to the oscars is supposed to do i mean that's even less than twenty thousand dollars so i guess gabby and Dwayne really hate this nigga they really ain't doing shit Mm-mm. they're gonna put him on national tv so everybody can see him so they can be like the fuck is this and put that pressure on them mm, interesting so we going up for this one mm-hmm. i'm going up for them both 
okay i've never been to the oscars all right all right well i also think it's dope um and uh yeah i i found that person this was petty though the person that was like well she should have paid for his entire college tuition if ellen really wanted to do something twenty thousand dollars ain't nothing so then i found him and was like so what about gabrielle union taking him to the oscars because that's even less than twenty thousand dollars no response so Mm, i guess they i don't know i guess hard to hate on gabby at this point huh the magenda's on her side right now Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) go ahead gabby if you want to be over there with terry cruz (laughs) right now yeah okay i used to be trying to hate on gabby well it's too late now i was like she stole that woman's husband now now i'm like nah she she out here doing the damn thing she doing the damn thing okay. she came in there and filled that house with love didn't she though now, it was like we're gonna love all these children there's nothing i could say because i read siobhan way book i know the rest of you niggas didn't i read that shit and uh the way she was talking about jesus i think she had a problem with that kid being gay i'm just saying i hopefully she wouldn't but i, I wouldn't put it past her would not put it past her wouldn't put it past her so that i mean might be why Dwayne wade was like oh oh i'm getting custody i hope she's not like that but i'm just saying a lot of jesus references in there you just never know okay uh <laughs> anyway man zero touchery. oh zero for gabby and all them zero for them still a hundred for the school okay yeah i give it zero as well good for them uh diddy puff daddy calls out grammy awards black music has never been respected by the grammys diddy was honored by his bad boy records family last night at clive davis's annual pre-grammy party and he uses acceptance speech as a platform to motivate everyone in the room to demand respect and recognition from the recording academy and they only had 365 days to do so the entertainment mogul gave a 50 minute speech and addressed the elephant in the room discrimination in the industry i say this with love to the grammys because you really need to know this every year y'all be killing us man i'm talking about the pain i'm speaking for all the artists here producers and executives the amount of time to make these records to pull your heart out into it in the great words of erica badu we are artists and we're sensitive about our shit we are passionate then diddy set it off for most of us this is all we've got it's our only hope truth be told hip-hop has never been respected by the grammys black music has never been respected by the grammys to the point that it should be so right now in this current situation it's not a revelation this thing been going on and it's not just going on in music it's going on in films going on in sports it's going on around the world and for years we've allowed institutions that have never had our best interests at heart to judge us and that stops right now y'all got 365 days to get this shit together we need the artists to take back control we need transparency we need diversity this is the room that has the power to make change it needs to be made they have to make changes for us they're a non-profit organization that's supposed to protect the welfare of the musical community that's what it says on the mission statement that's the truth they work for us um all right then uh i believe mace hit him up and said uh uh-uh, uh-uh. um oh did he wear my money then oh why you do my contract so bad black man it's not just the white man fucking up the the money and the music for people it'd be the black man too and that's why i had to lead the game oh no Mm-hmm. i mean he got a track record. He had other groups too hell yeah diddy diddy is infamous for people being like i didn't get a good deal with him he kept all the money and 
you know i got yeah, somebody said 112 112 was my what they were my bop yeah okay but uh i mean he also he also has a litany of people that say they didn't get their money though i don't know if 112 is one of the people that say they didn't get oh. their money but you got people like g craig mack um <clears throat> the band yeah got a bunch of people that say he fucked up they they money and didn't uh, didn't give them what they were what they were promised um and so you know and i mean that's the 90s or whatever and i mean i I can't front y'all like the 90s had a lot of terrible record deals you know y'all i don't think people that weren't around at that time can even understand how bad the music deals were in the 90s literally stole everything they got that's happened to tlc i signed a 16 album deal with columbia house for a penny plus shipping and handling (laughs) that's how bad the record deals was back then y'all never saw a dime of it okay they never got nothing from me okay i didn't renew i didn't order nothing else Mm -mm. i got all the jams change my name did it again okay yes sir that that's how it was for email addresses now if i wasn't giving them money for them albums what the fuck how they gonna pay biggie okay i'm taking biggie's album right down to the pawn shop trying to get this three dollars and 64 cent to go eat uh at cc's pizza come on so i'm just saying the game was fucked up back in the day man and we got to recognize our roles in it as fans um but yeah uh it's uh i i I guess man i don't know i'm gonna give it a 50 because yes the grammys don't respect black music i totally agree but also nigga the like i'm not sure you can be the one talking about needing some transparency and when it's like public knowledge like yeah people have a lot of people have come come out and complained yeah publicly may said basically he could only say something now because he had money and he said like a few years ago when he asked for his publishing he did he use the fact that a white man in like europe was willing to pay more for the publishing so until mace could meet that price he couldn't have his publishing back and so i could see why you know he would feel a certain way yeah the messenger is just not the the right one on this spider-man spider-man does whatever a spider can spins a web any size catches feet just like guys look out here comes the spider-man yeah i can see how you don't think he should be the one um all right was there any other ones um you know what let's go to uh let's go to some guest the race and then we'll get out of here i know we've been going for a while okay um <clears throat> and we started a little later than than uh normal today okay do we want to go to the next session oh are we already at that point it's three minutes oh well let's sing the song first and then we'll go to the next session okay all right now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time 
that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcasts and we read the play news articles from all over the globe <laughs> and we ask our contestants today karen in the chat room to guess the race and of course everyone playing is a racist all right let's get into some of this guess the race um you know everybody's favorite game we didn't get a chance to play it yesterday we had too much shit to cover right but, uh, we got it today guys um let's see a high school student use allegedly used plenty of fish app to lure a man into a robbery okay a florida high school student oh florida you don't say allegedly set up a man she met on a dating app to be robbed at gunpoint and shot oh shit jaquilla taylor Ah, 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 ah. i mean it's right there in the name jaquilla taylor 18 lured the 31 year old victim to her grandmother's house january 18th after connecting with him on plenty of fish and telling him her name was kiki when he got to the house with the mcdonald's ordered the teen had requested so the teen was like give me some mcdonald's teen said bring me a happy meal the fuck is this she got into his car and then hopped out saying she had to take a call that's when two men showed up and began beating the victim in the head with a gun while telling him to give it up the victim was able to break free and began running but was shot in the chest (gasps) cops found him covered in blood after he ran to someone's home and told him he'd been shot and robbed detectives matched the kiki profile to taylor a student at seminole high school and arrested her on monday what about the two men she admitted to helping set the victim up at the behest of a friend who goes to her high school but she maintained she didn't know the armed robbers and had no clue that her date would get shot girl you about to go to jail for some motherfuckers that don't care yes you are all y'all going to jail taylor was charged with attempted homicide and robbery with a firearm she was being held at the john e polk correctional facility on fifteen thousand dollars bond with her next court date set for march 3rd the victim was taken to the central florida regional hospital and his condition was declared on thursday the pair of armed robbers is still at large mm. oh you definitely going to jail they don't know what the fuck they went to you might want to throw that plenty of fish back mm, you better come up with some names yeah because i mean i mean you going to jail way mm-hmm. to be and honest they, they will be going to all us going to jail bitch. but you will end up doing like the time for them to correct and i wonder what the you know because a lot of times in commission of a felony everybody gets the time for the maximum shit so it really don't behoove you not you're going hell not that okay. uh anyway karen guess the race of jaquilla taylor black karen's going with black let's check the chat room see what they believe black black where's black air force one's black all she requested was mcdonald's uh <laughs> uh black um nakers black kiki are you with me are you riding black plenty of big Mac ebony booty black <laughs> big mac ebony booty was this a west coast production <laughs> big mac is she will me more than mcdonald's jaquilla is a jugaboo uh a oh, pack no. of niggers florida fuckery equal black black so black number two with a sprite no ice black black oh. mom on crack raised by granny kiki is the perfect poster girl for the school to prison pipeline black oh. black black the correct answer in everyone said the same thing and karen included said it and you guys all got it right she's black
see if i can uh pull it up on my screen like as you guys can hear from the crackling noise my computer is just doing whatever the fuck it wants to do today ah so gotta wait for this shit okay um but yeah bring some mcdonald's what was was that all she was supposed to get out of the plan am i supposed to believe that she's completely innocent with an orange soda yeah i don't know who the robbers were what like man that just sounds like the kind of shit you do for like some nigga that you think you in love with and then six months go by and you'd be like this nigga ain't shit and i'm in prison right (laughs) they still ain't caught yeah Ooh. yeah oh it's a bad hair day oh dang at least she got her edges though i can see that much oh dang she must have been in the house taking out her weave when they walked in (laughs) she was like god damn it oh let me guess y'all hear about this mcdonald's um i'm not going to jail for a filet of fish i'm sorry i sure am not it's gonna be more than the mcrib if i gotta do this fed time all come right. on gonna be more than a 10-piece chicken nugget bitch uh a wanted woman calls out the cops for using her trailer trash mug shot of her <laughs> a wanted aussie woman couldn't hold her tongue after police posted a trailer trash mug shot of her on facebook attracting hundreds of comments police in newcastle new south wales australia shared the most recent image that they had of tiffany ann brislane 23 who's being hunted for allegedly stealing of alleged stealing offenses the 2010 image shows brislane with her hair in a bun and a tattoo on her collarbone which reads we don't remember days we remember moments the police asked for comments relating to her whereabouts only please refrain from comments that are prejudicial or offensive they wrote no that wouldn't go happen talking about the internet <laughs> right it's <laughs> right it's, uh did it's you like, not it, post it, it behave what did you not post this on the internet because now it's a contest <laughs> yes to see who could be the best <clears throat> uh so uh uh however hundreds of disparaging comments soon followed and brislane decided to hit back loving the photo taken how many years ago she sarcastically wrote overnight let's calm down and on, on the comments guys it's not every day I look like trailer trash. Let's wasn't a good angle, shall we? I like that she felt so insecure. She started commenting. <laughs> the police responded, "It's probably time you walk into a police station before we find you." Bruce Lane then took to a personal Facebook page where she uploaded an actual pic of me. Here's an actual pic of me. She wrote, "Let's take the time to acknowledge this is not my current Newcastle Police page photo that I decided to upload from 2015." Bruce Lane's family members have also posted on the thread lashing out at the nasty comments. What? Man, shouldn't y'all be telling her to turn herself in? No one knows what happened that day of this photo, and if they have half of the reasons for it, they did, they would be disgusted at their comments. For Christ's sake, I pray none of you have a family member or friend in this situation, because most of you are just plain downright nasty, another person wrote. This is someone's daughter, sister, loved one. Have a heart, please. Karen? guess why they really used that picture too they could have the article could have went and used her new picture but they didn't guess the race of Mm. tiffany and brislane white karen's going with white let's check the chat room australian kardashian the dingo framed her white uh she definitely wanted to speak to the comments manager white outback snowflake white bitch this ain't o-line mills white white only whites respond like this white 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 whatever the white version of insecure the tv show is called three names white is a white drag her white aussie white a runaway slave master 
<laughs> everybody on this went white okay and she is indeed a cocky fosters it's australian for trailer <laughs> um let me see if i can find uh her picture oh man Whew, it is a rough looking picture y'all like that's definitely not that's not that's not the one that's not who you marry okay it's like a wedding photos or as crocodile dundee would say that's not a wife oh no yeah yeah it was a bad oh no bad day who knows what she was going through when she said when she took oh, that, that one that was a rough day mm-hmm so they caught her at the wrong time yep i mean it's probably a lot of people worst day the day you get arrested right mm-hmm. all her, right her bun all toe to pieces double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race and the bonus round against the race so far karen is two for two yay but can she continue her hot streak in the bonus round i'ma try let's find out together shall we an aspiring rapper has been sentenced to 99 years in prison after paying to have his mother killed what 30 year old Kwamein Wilson. <laughs> What's his rap name? Who performed under the name Young QC. Ordered a hitman to kill Yolanda Holmes back in 2012. Oh, poor Yolanda. He was convicted on Friday in Chicago alongside hitman Eugene Spencer, who received a 100 year sentence. He only got one more year for doing the murder? the court heard how wilson cleared his mom's bank accounts out after her death the word is matricide meaning murder of one's own mother cook county judge stanley sack said in the court oh it's a word for it whatever he wanted yes there's a word for all this shit patricide's killing your dad uh whatever he wanted his mother gave to him a car a job one could say he was spoiled she gave Kwame life and it was his choice to take it away from her after her death wilson used his mom's money to customize a mustang she had bought him and evidence was shown to the jury of him withdrawing large amounts of money and later throwing cash into crowds of people at one of his shows <gasps> so motherfucker want to be a rapper that bad i want to be a mixtape rapper this bad i will kill my mom so i can look like i'm balling wilson who was 23 at the time of her killing ordered spencer to enter her apartment in chicago where he shot her in her sleep when asked if uh, when asked if she had if he had anything to say before the verdict was given wilson said i just want to say nobody loved my mother more than me she was all i had that's it what okay young qc i see uh karen guess the race of kwame uh wilson oh a hundred you know how many people would a hundred wow okay <laughs> Wow, so because really i'm fucked with him so does that mean he's black because he's <laughs> fucking with black people 
he's black my bad okay <laughs> i was like you know how many people would, would would do anything to have their mama back and nigga you killed yours the fuck is this i'm over, sorry over some mixtapes right some 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 motherfucking whack-ass mixtapes uh let's see 30 years old still aspiring to be a rapper black Kwame about to be with the mains in jail black couldn't write for the sh- wait for the sugar to take big mama out <laughs> car uh this some nigga shit black uh yolanda kwame chicago black black um young metro black black uh selling mixtapes out of the trunk black an evil ass nigga black dear mama mommy dearest equal nigga blackity black black men hate black women so black (laughs) i mean he would be a hard case to defend even though he says uh according to the article uh let's just keep it factual miss smart you say black men hate black women but according to the article he said i just want to say nobody loved my mother more than me she was all i had that's it so technically you would be wrong here okay this is a person who loves okay this is love but he killed her well karen the mustang wasn't gonna upgrade itself okay so i don't know he loved her to death apparently so apparently anyway everyone got it right this was straight to uh for my man black yes for my man oh my god tv one is gonna have a field day with this one no they're gonna have all the background they probably already i wonder if tv one just go ahead and start filming everything and then just Mm -hmm. wait for the court date Mm -hmm. to be like you know this nigga going to prison and we got to have some people reenacting these raps and throwing money into the crowd we got to have that glorious and nobody ever heard of you that's like the worst part oh wait did this picture show up yes it did and that's my thing you kill her over some shit that nobody's listening to my nigga over some out of some trunk mixtapes dog what nobody loved her like i love the statement (laughs) <laughs> she was all i had so you said nobody nobody loved my mama like me she was all i had because even within that moment where you're supposed to be pleading for your life in court the only statement you can come up with is how she benefited you and that's how most people see their love of women in their lives already especially our mothers and our lovers and all our daughters is what did they do for us that's how much i love you how much did you do for me well then i love you that much and then you you raised me you wiped my ass you sucked my dick i fucked you okay then you used her up until there was nothing left and killed her and you still had the fucking nerve to go in there and be like i loved her y'all i was she was everything i had y'all fuck out of here (sighs) anyway um let's go to sorry i didn't realize that was gonna make me so upset my bad nah that that made me mad that was ridiculous that's why i gave it a hundred people wouldn't he playing the game yeah that was terrible i'm sorry other sound effects that hold on Trying to talk about sore ratchetness. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is where we go around and talk about all these people out here with sores out here just doing wild shit. The Turlock police arrested a 21 year old man 
on sunday who days earlier had chased two individuals with a metal bat and a samurai sword oh lacine variste 21 of turlock was arrested on suspicion of aggravated assault and making criminal threats the incident began around 5:45 p.m friday when the police department received multiple phone calls reporting a battery in process progress in an area of greer road and 20th century boulevard one caller stated a man was chasing another man with a bat officers arrived at the scene and found two people who had allegedly been chased by Veriste. they told police officers he had been chasing them with a metal bat in one hand and a samurai sword in the other well are you casey jones or leonardo's make up your mind <laughs> at the some at some point he threw the metal bat at one of the victims but they were able to avoid being struck the victim said the fight was over a relationship they were both able to positively identify Veriste as a suspect through a photo lineup Veriste was located around 6 p.m sunday and taken into custody without incident Mm-mm-mm. all right y'all that's it for today's episode mm-hmm. hope you enjoy whatever we, we talked about this here is, yes whatever this was it was all over the place but we had a good time and that's what matters we'll talk to you guys tomorrow until then i love you i love you too Mwah. <laughs>